You're listening to the Like That Story podcast, Season 5, Episode 5, Why You Need to Do What You Are Best At. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. This year in the podcast, I'm focusing on my word of the year, decide. And for many of us, that is a personal decision about our personal lives and how and why we need to choose a life of self-fulfillment. But here is my question. What if it's not just about you? Most of us have jobs where some of what we do is good and some of what we do is great and some of what we do is what we are best at. And as we work our way through life, we're trying to get to a place where most of what we do is what we are best at. However, most times that will not fit into your existing job description. In other words, what they're having you do at work fulfills some of you, but not all of you. And you might give your life a grade of eh, B plus. Life is good. Hmm. About twice a day, I'll run into somebody who will ask me what I do. And I'll take a breath and I'll say, I'm a storyteller. And they will give me a look like, "Uh uh-oh, stay away from the weirdo. (laughs) But the reason I say I'm a storyteller, it's because that is what I do best. I had to make a decision. Do what I was good at for the rest of my working life or what I was best at, regardless of the compensation or the awkward conversations. (laughs) Now, best does not mean easy. I've officiated now at over 600 funerals, murders, suicides, accidental overdoses, children, babies, young adults. The pain that is in those rooms is palpable, and it is a very difficult place to be. And I can't really say how my presence could possibly help, but it seems to. It certainly is not easy work, but of all the things I could do, this is one of the things I happen to be best at. A friend of mine is a college professor who teaches a class on sales. He asked me to come down and speak to his class and give them the dad speech. I do this once a year. So this last week, I went down and spoke to a group of students, and in that room, I saw a lot of the same sort of pain and confusion. So I started telling them stories reminding them that the first quarter of life is absolutely the most confusing quarter of life. It was that way for their grandparents and their parents, and it will be for their children and grandchildren. Because until you know what you're going to do, where you're going to spend the rest of your life, and where you're going to live, you're going to be confused. And this will cause suffering. At this point, I see students lean in and start to pay close attention. Apparently, I have struck a nerve. I then go on to say that although suffering is difficult, it is also extremely important because suffering leads to perseverance. Perseverance leads to character, and character leads to hope. This is from the teachings of Paul. I remind them that their first job will not be most likely rewarding, but it will be important because it will teach them important life skills like balancing budgets, working in less-than-ideal work environments, and the like. I give them practical personal advice. Get your eight hours of sleep. 
Give yourself an hour of exercise. Manage your own life. Be your own boss. I tell them to hop on LinkedIn and connect to people of other generations. And finally, I just tell them that they're going to be fine. Their lives can and will be hard and fun and difficult and painful and joyous and purposeful. I tell them, do not give up on yourself. I tell them, check in with me in five years so I can catch up on the story you are living and the progress you have made. After the lecture, many of them line up to shake my hand. I get their names. I connect with them on LinkedIn. I ask them to stay in touch. One girl in particular waited until everybody else was done. She had tears in her eyes. She shook my hand and said, everything you said today is exactly what I needed to hear. Listen, somebody in your future needs to experience what you are best at, whatever that is. Your best will change a life in a way that your mere good or okay cannot help. If I hadn't quit a job I was good at, I never would have had the opportunity to do what I was best at, to meet that particular student, to have an opportunity to do what I am best at. I'm not saying finding what you're best at is easy, and I'm not saying doing what you're best at is easy either, but I am saying you do need to find what you're best at and decide to do it because, as I have just told you, lives are depending on it. So my podcast listenership continues to expand, and I'm curious to find out who is listening in Tappahannock, Virginia. Now, that's a town of about 2,500, and yet I'm astonished at the number of people who appear to be listening to this podcast. So, hey, if you're from Tappahannock, Virginia, I hope I'm saying that right, shoot me a message at ilikethatstory.net, that ilikethatstory.net. At the end of this week, I'll draw a name out of the hat and send you the book of your choice. Sound like a deal? All right. I'm Jeff Gould. Thank you for rating and ranking the podcast. And until next time, God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.